Hey guys, welcome to the One and Done podcast, where it's all about young people being successful in business early in life. We're recording today from the Rollo Insurance Studio in College Station, Texas, and we're excited to have y'all with us today. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the One and Done. Today we have Alexander Trudeau, Territory Manager of Texas Mutual. Alexander, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. It's Absolutely. Good to be here. Yeah. So we met we met about a month ago at a, at a little golf tournament, uh, insurance golf tournament, and it had a lot of fun playing. But yeah, so it turns out he's a lot better golfer than I am. But we're going to get into some some insurance and some business today. Glad to have you on because you're one of the first insurance people that we've had on. We had one guy at the very beginning and really nobody between now and then. So excited to share more about the industry. Obviously, I'm a part of and that I love and uh, looking forward to talking more with you. So just talk to everybody a little bit about your background, where you where you grew up, where you went to college and kind of what got you to be where you are today with Texas Mutual. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was born in Miami, Florida, but at a young age, I moved down to Nicaragua, which is in Central America. Uh, my grandfather owns a couple hardware stores down there. And long story short, offered my dad a job. And so he took his whole family down there to Nicaragua. I grew up there, Spanish speaking country. Um, so I speak both English and Spanish. And then uh, once I was done with high school, we have these college fairs that come down, you know, once a year. And so met up with uh, someone from admissions with uh, St. Mary's University here in San Antonio, Texas. And, uh, you know, I got accepted and made my way up there. Awesome, man. So St. Mary's in, in San Antonio. Um, so have you have you lived in Texas for how many years now? So uh, I did uh, four and a half years of college and then straight out of college, I moved back to Miami, Florida and then came back. So a total of six and a half years now. Awesome. So uh, obviously territory manager with Texas Mutual and I want to get to that. But uh, first, you know, kind of tell us about college. What what was it like? What did you major in? Kind of what were your career aspirations and kind of what got you from when you when you went through college, graduated college uh, and then what got you where you are now? To be honest, I, I think a, a lot of people like me going into college, they don't know what they want. I did not know what I wanted. Yes, I, I was brought up, you know, around the, the business aspect of everything. Um, with my grandfather owning hardware stores, I remember growing up and having the opportunity to work in the warehouse with some of the workers lifting boxes and placing stuff on the warehouse stands. But um when I went to college, I loved sports, so I figured I might go into something like sports medicine, kinesiology, something like that along the lines of um, something involved with sports, and that's kind of what I wanted. But after taking uh, biology and chemistry and biology lab <laughs> and chemistry lab, it wasn't for me. And so I pivoted into the finance and risk management world really liked my risk management classes and a big influence on that was a professor that I had uh, on the risk management side and I did well in the classes fairly well and so I decided to pursue hey maybe insurance might be something good for me and that's the route I decided to take yeah no I'm with you on the science classes I avoided those at all costs I think I think volleyball was a three-hour credit (laughs) science class that I took so anybody going to Texas A&M wants to get around sciences give me a call but, um, yeah, so, so you find yourself in business, uh, talk, talk a little bit about that risk management degree. I know that Austin, who was the other insurance guy we had on, he's a life guy up in Indiana. He was one of the first people came on. He has a risk management degree. Talk a little bit about that. What interested you in risk management? What was that program like? What did you study? What did you train on? 
Um, so the program, it, it goes into depth a little bit about, you know, best practices. It, it, it shows you the fundamentals of what helps a business run, how it operates on, on the back end. And, and I guess it comes down also for what I do, workers comp is keeping people safe, promoting a work, a safe workplace environment. And more than anything, it focuses on employees and what's best for an individual person, you know, that's. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you went there, um, talk, talk a little bit about your college experiences, right? So you said you shifted from, from uh, kinesiology and wanted to be involved in sports to wanted to be involved in business. What were your thoughts as maybe you were a junior senior on what you wanted to end up doing? And then after graduation, where did you find yourself? Yeah. So like I said, I, I really enjoyed my risk management classes. And so St. Mary's has a great um, program, it, it, that finance and risk management program. And so I'm like, you know, maybe insurance is a good career. Not only is it good when the economy is down, so it's a reliable job, but it's also great when the economy is booming. So I figured, you know, I want something reliable, something I can rely on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to focus on that real quick, if you're okay with it, because I think that's something that, you know, obviously what we're doing is we're highlighting what a territory manager is, what the insurance industry is. I think that that's probably one of the most important things when it comes to the insurance industry that people overlook. Uh, I think a lot of times on the sales side, which will be my side, not necessarily your side, uh, although you are involved in the sales as well, is we are rewarded based on our performance, but a lot like the oil field is. But we don't have that volatility that the oil field or other jobs in the energy sector might have. Like you said, we're we're not recession proof, uh, but we're recession we're recession resistant to where we can make our you know we can make it through all those times. Talk about that a little bit. Why that makes in insurance such an appealing industry? Yeah. Um, so what I deal with is workers' comp, and most of you may not know, but uh, Texas doesn't really require it. Yep. Uh, One of the only states. Yes, exactly. But it's something appealing if you own a company, if you know you want to treat your employees uh, the right way and make sure they're they're safe and and, and uh, they're covered. If if some God forbid some injury happens on the job, you know that's kind of where we come into play. And and I feel like um, the insurance industry itself uh, in the past did not do kind of a good job at communicating what insurance does. I think when people think about insurance, they, they look at it as, ah, oh, it's just a sales guy trying to sell something to me, get my money and I'm not going to see anything worth my while. But I, I, I truly believe in the service and the product that we provide. There is some value to it. It not only covers you when there's an injury, but it shows you risk management expertise. It, it helps you with best practices, you know. And the good thing about also with Texas Mutual, it's it's a mutual. You get back a portion of what you pay in because technically you are some sort of holder. Right. Absolutely. Company. Yeah. So I want to I want to go into the details because I think a lot of people, like you said, they don't really understand insurance. They think it's you know the salesman. They think it's the people who are just trying to get you to sign a contract. You're never going to see any benefit, like you said. I want to talk about that because I think that being this industry we're both in, I think it's interesting. Your degrees in finance and risk management. Because finance is the upside of the economy. Risk management is what happens on the downside of the Correct. economy. And there's ways to manage those that, that risk. Everybody has risk, uh, whether it's things you're investing in, uh, property that you own, or uh, just in your day-to-day -day life, um, the type of insurance that you need to carry to protect your home or your car, whatever it might be. There's risk all around us, and there's ways to manage that in ways that you can basically keep all your finances in place in the event of one of those disasters, whether it's an employee being injured or your 
home burning down, one of those one of those things. That's what we do. And I think that's why I love what we do is, is we, we help protect people. But I want to talk a little bit more about Texas Mutual. You mentioned they're a mutual company. Uh, they're a really good company only here in the state of Texas that handles workers' compensation insurance. And so if you wouldn't mind, just kind of give the background of Texas Mutual for a minute um, and, and kind of break down just what exactly uh, the Texas Mutual does for, for businesses all over the state of Texas. Yeah, so I know Texas Mutual is very involved with the community. Um, you know, there's a reason why we are, I, I would say, the best insurer for workers' comp in Texas. Um, we are the large, we're the insurer of last resort as well. So, you know, we insure all types of risk. It, you know, we focus a lot on our community. We want to make sure that policyholders are taken care of. And in return, we're taken care of. So it's hand in hand. And we care about the people we work with. And, and how do we show that? Not only do we provide, you know, great service, but we also pay it back, you know, in a sense, not dividends, but we also do a lot of community activities in order, you know, food drives, all that stuff, just to promote the health of the community around us. Absolutely. So, so text mutual specific to work comp, mm -hmm. they only do workers compensation, which means whenever one of your employees gets hurt, and, uh, you know, it's on the job. Obviously, the employer is responsible for getting that handled. The work comp comes in and pays those claims and helps out. Uh, so that way, the insurer doesn't have to come out of their pocket or their bank account to pay the injuries of the employee. And uh, so that's Texas Mutual. You talked about your risk management and finance degree. So after you graduated college, directly to Texas Mutual, kind of tell us that story. How'd you get to where you are now with them? So not directly to Texas Mutual, unfortunately. Out of college, I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew it had something to do with in insurance, but my plan of attack at this point, you know, I'm still a little, I don't know what I want to do kind of phase. And so I started applying for underwriting claims. I just wanted to get my foot in the door and, and just kind of see what would adhere to me, what I liked and, and, and kind of focus on that at first. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to get anything. So I, I jumped around from job to job. And, and to be honest, it, I wasn't that happy at first with, I, I really had like this enlightenment of like, what am I going to do with my life? I, you know, after two or three years of just going from job to job. And I know we might get into it later, but it was a, a maturing point where I'm like, okay, I got to focus. And so I finally landed a job on the claim side for insurance. I enjoyed it, but coming into play, like you said, finance, those numbers, I like numbers a lot. And so I'm like, well, I, I want to give underwriting a shot. I, I, I like numbers. I like analyzing, you know, and, and I thought underwriting would be the perfect shot at doing that. And after my claims portion in insurance, I had a friend that went to college with me and she knew someone at Texas Mutual and she referred me and the rest is history. And now I started off as an underwriter trainee, then was an underwriter on the floor at our Austin regional office. And as I was underwriting, I noticed that I was, uh, I would say good at production bringing in and getting quotes bound and stuff like that. And I was good at talking to my agents, you know, building that relationship. And so uh, opportunity came where was the territory manager. And it's a lot of developing relationships with our agents um, focused on 
developing relationships with some of our smaller agents and having that underwriting background just plays perfect with my position because I can educate them on some risks that they may not know or what we can bring to the table and also build that relationship with that agent to help them grow and obviously at the and the other end help us grow. Yeah, you know, and and I, I appreciate you sharing that because I think that's the the purpose of this podcast for people who want to get into insurance. Well, now they can listen to you and know about a territory manager. They can listen to to uh, Austin's episode, know about a life insurance broker. They can listen to other episodes in the future and learn about insurance agents and learn about underwriters and all the many positions there are within insurance. What made being a territory manager something that you wanted to do? Uh, you said you had the ability to produce. You know, the production was coming in. And for anybody listening, you know, Texas Mutual is a carrier which means you're the ones who actually look at the the risk, you charge a premium, the customer pays you in the event of a claim, you guys pay them, That's you guys correct. pay the customer. Um, in, in my position being an agent, we are the ones who go out and find the business. We develop the relationships with the customers and then we hope you at Texas Mutual give us a good enough quote to then go out and sell and usually you guys do, you are fantastic at that. But um, So when you said production, you're really talking about helping agents go out and sell their pieces of business. What made being a territory manager something that you wanted to do? And what are the perks of being a territory manager? So I, I you kind of have that position as an underwriter. I mean, you are assigned your agents and there is negotiation in the background. And it, ultimately, it's finding the need of the policyholder. And um, that's kind of what you and the agent have a conversation on what exactly does this insured or applicant need and how can we get there? Um, and so you do that as an underwriter, but now as a territory manager, I'm mainly focusing on that, you know, helping agents kind of figure out what exactly policyholders need so that we can drive up production. Yeah, absolutely. So, so being a territory manager, um, you're 28, correct? Yes. 28. So, so 28 is very young for a territory manager. Uh, we work with a lot of different insurance companies and there's not a whole lot of 28 year old territory managers, which is why when I met you, I was like, this is perfect because I think you're going to be able to bring some insight into an industry, uh, into a position that usually is, is, is not, people are not as successful this early. And so, um, talk to me a little bit about what some of the positives and some of the negatives are when it relates to insurance and then being a territory manager. Yeah. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, a lot of people have that mentality of it's not going to happen to me. That's unfortunate sometimes because sometimes the company goes bankrupt, you know, and, and it's sad to see it happen. So it's changing that mentality and it's showing them the true value of what insurance is. The only downside of it is, is that the value comes into play if there is a loss. But Aside from that, you know, you got that risk management expertise that can help you develop a program where you avoid these losses and then you have best practices included as well. It's really showing the importance of insurance. And if you're going to go into something, you should be passionate about it. And I like what I do and I really enjoy it. It took me a while to get where I'm at. Uh, like I said, I've only been on the underwriting and territory manager side for two years with Texas Mutual. Before that, it was maturity. I, I matured, I guess, if you want to put it that way, and really saw that I could make. It's no no longer a job for me. Now it's more of a, a career. Yeah, and I, I love insurance too because you get the, insurance is one of the only industries in which you get to work with every other industry. 
Right. Yeah, very, right. very few industries work with every other industry out there. They, they, uh, they don't always have a need for that. But every business that you run into, if they're running properly, they have to have insurance. And I, I love what you said about you have to sometimes get them to understand the need that they have for that. Because a lot of people, they do have that mindset of, oh, it's never going to happen to me. But I can tell you this, you know, a lot of people we're talking to, they're young enough, they don't own homes yet. Whenever you own your first home, I can guarantee you, you want homeowner's insurance. And I know that because I own my own home. And, and there's days when I leave and I'm thinking, man, I really hope I cut the light off because if this thing catches on fire, that's going to be a nightmare, right? You own something, it's it's a value. Same thing with a business, but there's even more risk because people who don't own that business are working for you. And there's there's accidents that could be happening either to them or to your business. And so the insurance basically is a way to ensure that your lifestyle is never going to change. That's correct. And everybody develops, everybody who's, who's very successful specifically, they develop lifestyles that they're accustomed to whether it be from an income standpoint, from a uh, from an asset standpoint. And the only way to ensure that you never lose any of that is through insurance, yep. and especially on the business side. And so that's why I was glad we got to, to meet up. What are some of the negatives about, um, or excuse me, what are some of the positive about the insurance industry? So that that is actually one of the positives, you know, that you are covered. You, there is some sort of tragic loss out there. And, you know, we're there to support the employee that got injured and help them out or, you know, just covering the, the employer, the company, um, from a tragic loss or maybe even additionally going bankrupt. Um, that's a great positive about it. And I feel like there's value in that. So, you know, insurance is one of those industries is very interesting to me because I'm in it mm-hmm. <laughs> to other people, maybe not so much, but I can tell you this people who are listening to this podcast, they might be thinking, man, insurance, is this something I want to get into? And I can tell you from a, from a flexibility standpoint, from an income standpoint, and from a, uh, a reliability standpoint on is your job going to be there tomorrow, this industry, in my opinion, is, is unmatched. And I think that not a lot of people grow up wanting to be in insurance, but just like you were saying earlier, when you, when you really learned about it, it, it became something you became passionate about. And I think that's what makes turn something from a job into a career is being passionate about it. And hopefully somebody can listen to this and say, I want to be a territory manager. Yeah, what, what I saw was... I enjoy talking to people and and getting to know people and building a relationship with them. And one of the things is is networking. And and so I feel like being in insurance uh, is a great way to do that. Um, You meet a lot of new people. You mentioned earlier, you learn about all these kinds of businesses, you know, oil and gas, construction, I I mean, landscaping, everything. It, it, It really expands, I guess, your knowledge of I mean, you're walking. Yeah, exactly. You're walking down the street and you're like, oh, that's that exposure. That's that risk. And and, and so you learn a a lot. And it's always like, I guess, a doctor, you know, they never stop learning insurance. You never stop learning either. I think that's also another positive. And correct me if you don't if you don't agree. But I think another big positive is the fact that there's always something new in this industry and it's always being innovated. It's always being changed. Um, It is one of the largest industries in the world from a financial standpoint. And so from that, you know, it's one of those things where you're looking at it and and you're always learning. I know my first couple of of weeks on the job, I was thinking, okay, when do I just do the same thing and make money? And the answer is like, never, you know, even, even if I have, if, even if you're insuring a home in auto, which is much simpler than the commercial lines, which is where you work, um, it's still different. People yep. have different credit scores. People have different driving histories. People have different vehicles of different weights. And uh, those those things are impactful to to the risk that they all have on their life. 
And so I think that's very, very important uh, to, to realize. So one of the other things about insurance sometimes that is, is a misconception is that we're in the dark ages when it comes to technology. And I think that insurance specifically in the last two years, COVID has really accelerated this timeline, but there's a big tech disruption right now in our industry. Talk about that a little bit. Where are you seeing that from the carrier side, from the commercial line side? Where are you seeing technology going in our industry? I mean, I think for all businesses, uh, you have to adapt and technology is going to some way or another play a big role in the business you're currently conducting. Um, with insurance, you see a lot of pop-ups now where it's you go on your phone and you get a quote. Personally, we have that technology nowadays, but I don't think there will ever be a market, for example, with uh, us, for example, or commercial. An insurance agent is more than just an insurance agent. Uh, I feel I look at them as a business consultant kind of deal. You know, you that's why you got, you in the past you would get that notion of a guy in a suit with a tie on. And and, and um, a coworker of mine said told me, you know, his dad told him that he used to dress up with a suit and a tie because he wanted to be hand in hand with the employer's uh, banker with their lawyer. I mean, we're really, it's more than just an insurance guy. It's really a business uh, expertise and, and they want you to see you succeed. I mean, you got some bad agents out there and some good ones, but the real good ones are the ones that really care about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's like anything. There's CPAs out there and then there's TurboTax. Exactly. Completely different things. They're going to, they're appealing to different people, but um, you know, you don't think about it, but a lot of times insurance, uh, being a lawyer, financial advisor or banker, they go hand in hand mm -hmm. and, and somebody needs one of those in, in their life. And um, I agree with you wholeheartedly that technology seems to be kind of trying to push its way into the industry to remove the agent. But I think where we see it being most successful because you work with agents on a day-to-day -day basis is when you pair that technology exactly. that allows us to have better information, it allows us to have better understanding of where risks can occur. And you pair that with the agent who has the relationship with the customer you're now built your knowledge. And, yes, absolutely. Now you're helping that client protect themselves from all sorts of risk. Um, and, and I love, I love where technology is moving in our industry. hundred percent because I mean, you can go on your phone and click this and that, but you don't really know if you're fully covered. I mean, and that's where the agent comes into play to guide you through that process. And I think technology is there, like you said, to, pull up all that information and it's it's made the process a lot more efficient and so it's great it's exciting well let's you know let's jump into an example on that because you or i were not around long enough to to know what paper apps really are but back in the old days just for those people listening people literally used to drive around with a piece of paper and they used to write all this information down and they used to mail it in to the insurance companies and the underwriter would look at it and he'd mail them back a policy and a quote and then they could take that to the customer. And that was a, what, month-long process? If you oh, got yeah. lucky, it's a long, long process. Now you and I could work together on a quote, and we could have it back to that customer in the same day Correct. if we if we planned it the correct way. And so um, you really you really are, technology is helping us take care of the customer in a quicker way, but without losing the value that they really need. Because at the end of the day, I can tell you this, all they're truly purchasing is a promise. Mm -hmm. And if that promise says something that they don't really understand or that they don't really know that's built into that policy, 
they're going to be really upset at the end of the day. And that's what our job is to make sure whenever something does happen, we can say, don't worry about it. You know, Texas Mutual is going to pay out on this one because we wrote it the right way. Exactly. You guys are not against paying claims. Absolutely You are one of the best in the world. I actually have, I, I sat through one of your trainings one time and they had some videos showing, and they were very, very emotional showing people that had devastating accidents at work. I think one was a teacher, trampoline park, broke their neck and, and like, hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions of dollars paid to that person to help them walk again yeah they thought he was going to be uh you know paraplegic for life and with texas mutual i guess with our network of doctors that we have and and the care was you know the most important part of it yeah and it helped him get back to walking maybe yeah that's yes. what i thought it was yes so unbelievable things like that can happen and that only happens if people are properly covered so at the end of the day i guarantee you that guy landed incorrectly and uh his policy said something he didn't realize it said now all of a sudden he never walks again but because he had an agent explained it properly he had a company who who covered them properly he's now able to walk i mean that that's what you're talking about really when you're talking about insurance is is if something happens that you cannot control getting back to that same level of lifestyle in which you, or, or as close to that as you can possibly get, uh, that, that there would literally be no way to do if you didn't have insurance. Correct. Yes. Um, so let's get, let's get a little bit more into you before we close down today. So let's talk a little bit about uh, you. So you play any sports growing up? So high school, varsity soccer, and some golf. I started golfing around 15. After high school, new soccer wasn't going to, go anywhere and and golf was something i could do you know on my own i yep. didn't need a 11 man roster to go play <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. so so um did that develop any type of competitive drive in you you know do you hate to lose or you love to win i hate losing of course with your failures you learn new th- stuff but man i love winning and i i see that as that it, it kind of shaped me in the way i am you know i i like problem solving and golf there no shot is uh, the same ever and when you're talking a different person a different agent no situation is ever the same and so you learn how to wiggle around it and that it's very similar Uh, and so and having that drive to solve a problem that comes from sports as well it's sports that competitive drive makes you want to be better at what you do with sports and with personal life. So tell me a little bit about how you took, you've taken that competitive nature and, and really what, what about that helped make you successful and get you to be where you are today? Yeah. So being competitive, I always want to be better at what I'm doing. Um, and so having that competitive nature is I want to be able to assess someone's needs and be the best, uh, get basically provide you with what you need, the information you need, help you grow. I mean, there's a passion in me where if someone's happy or I have some sort of impact on their growth, then I, I'm doing something right. And so that's kind of the competitiveness makes me want to be better and I want to help you get better as well. Yeah. So, you know, if somebody is, is saying, Hey, I really like what Alexander's saying. I like the idea of being a territory manager. Um, what are, what are some things that they can do to prepare themselves for that? And then what are some things that you have done to kind of separate yourself? Like I said, 28 is, is very young for a territory manager. How did you get there so early in life? You got to be comfortable with speaking to people. I feel like not just with a territory manager, but it's a big role as a territory manager. You got to be personable. Uh, at first, when I first started off, 
you know, I was more of a numbers guy. I like to be behind my desk, behind my computer. Little did I know as, as time progresses, networking is, it's huge. I mean, building those relationships are priceless. And so you got to be able to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. I, I wasn't a big, uh, public speaker. I wasn't someone that would go up to someone and talk to them. And that's something I've learned. And it's really helped me progress to where I'm at. Um, just talking to people, learning, soaking up like a sponge, all the information that I'm getting from other people that I had no idea about. And so you just got to be open, open-minded, take the time to get to know someone and, and really build a relationship. Being able to speak to somebody is, is really a art that we've lost. It's not something we're really trained on whether it's in high school or in college, I know that there's speech classes and I would rec recommend everyone take one of those. It helps you. I, 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 I was saying with you, I never really like talking to people, uh, but then I realized it's something I have to do in order to be successful. So I was willing to do it because that competitive nature made me. And now something I enjoy doing is something you get to know that, you know, the world's not as scary as you think it is. And people are a lot friendlier than you think they are. And so I think that I agree with you. That's something that's going to help uh, then be very, very successful. What is it that you did? What type of innovation have you done in your job? I know Texas Mutual is a company been around for a very long time, the biggest work comp carrier in the state of Texas. So there's not a whole lot of room for innovation. Maybe what are some things that you've done though, in your position to maybe bring a, a fre you know, breath of fresh air to, to your job, pick up the phone, <laughs> to be honest, uh, we get lost in the whole standing behind our, our computers and, 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 you know, answering emails when something can really get solved within a minute. If you just pick up the phone and call someone, I learned that the hard way, you know, it makes things a lot easier. You, you can spend a week going back and forth and not getting your message across. But if you pick up that phone, you can solve that issue in one minute. And I feel like we've lost that touch. A lot of people have it. it they've, I guess, gone through the path of staying behind the computer and and writing emails when it's a lot better. You get more out of it when you're on the phone talking to people. And I, I feel like that's how I grew personally. Um, just picking up the phone. I love it. So when did, when did your job turn into a career? I, I asked myself that question a lot and really it was when I did move to Texas mutual, to be honest. Um, my values lined up with theirs, uh, a, a big core value of theirs is integrity. I like that about them. And, and also, you know, be having the ability to grow. It's been two years and I started off as a trainee, then became an underwriter, and now I'm a territory manager. And so I wake up in the morning, honestly, and, and, and I'm happy to go to work. I, I like, I enjoy what I'm doing. So to me, it's no longer of a job, you know, a, a nine to five job. It's more of, hey, let's get what's on the table. Let's get it done. And, and really, I look forward to every day because every day is different. And that's when I noticed, hey, this is no longer a job. It's more of a career path. And I feel like Texas Mutual, you know, I was as an underwriter, but then transitioned to a whole different side, which is agency operations. And they're open to that. that you know, they guide you along the lines. Management is great. I mean, I've had some great people above me, you know, really help me get where I'm at. Yeah, I think I think that that's something that everybody should be considering. And, and, and the point of this podcast is to get people who are in college still to consider that question. You yeah. Know, when do you want your job to turn into a career? You got to be happy. You got to like what you do. And you may like something. Let's say you are in insurance and, and you really enjoy insurance. But a big influence on it is 
management, I feel like, and the culture of where you're working. You want to be able to, you know, learn, first of all, so that nothing impedes you from learning. And management really pushes you and, and pushes you forward. So, and that I found that here and I like it. Congratulations Thank on that. You. That That is, like you said, hard to find, but that's great when you have it. As we bring the podcast to a close today, what would you, how would you summarize what it's like to be a territory manager and what people can do to find a career in that and how they can be successful early in that career? It doesn't sound like fun, but it is. I mean, like I said, you, you're learning constantly learning. So I like that about the territory manager position. You're, you're really building relationships that will stay with you for the rest of your life. And so if you are thinking about, you know, insurance or anything like that, just put in the hard work, work ethic gets you a long way and just be open to speak to people. And like I said before, pick up the phone. Seek out those internships. I know Texas Mutual is always hiring. They love recent college grads. They do. We're big on that. And, you know, a lot of people have that notion that insurance is full of uh, older individuals. But the, the only reason why is because the turnover is very low. Very low. Yeah. So, yeah, you come into a, uh, an insurance carrier as a young individual, but you stay there for a long time. So, yeah. yeah. And, and on top of that, too, you also got to think about the fact that most people go to college and they think that college degree is going to just give them a great salary. It's going to do everything for them. But then when they leave school, they're like insurance. What is this? I've never heard of it. No one in my college professor ever talked to me about insurance. Well, insurance is one of those only careers that pays like that. It's one of those only careers that sets you up for that long-term success. There's very few other ones. And we, we highlight those on the show very often banking, financial advising, but insurance is one of those key categories. It's one of those key financial services and white collar industries that can help you be successful. Um, and, and it has a lot of opportunities. And like you said, it's very sticky. Once you get in it, uh, you're going to, you're going to fall in love with it. It doesn't seem like, like you said, a lot of fun when you walk around the street and you're like, Oh, do you know how much the premium on that building is? Yeah. Do you know how risky they can be? if They don't watch out for this, it, but it is a lot of fun because you, you, you desire, you find a, a love for it and love helping people. Correct. If you like helping people, this is another industry for you as well. hundred percent. One last question before you, before we close down today, where do you see yourself in 10 years? So me, I see myself first personally, uh, you know, married with kids, but career wise, I'll grow with this company and I, hopefully I will get to the position where I'm making a bigger impact, such as either supervisor, a supervisor on, on one side or I don't know, uh, running my team, my own little team. I think that I'm in this for the long run. And so, well, I don't think I'm sure that I'm in this for the long run. And, and I know that because of the great company I work for, uh, I'll be there for a long time. Well, man, hey, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. Look forward to hearing about your success in the future and uh, look forward to having you on with the insurance panel here soon. Thank you. I appreciate it.